0: Good morning and welcome to the Marcus today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Wednesday the 12th of October, and as usual with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only, so please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor. All right, well, the scores on the doors last night. Messy session in the US choppy ahead of the all-important Thursday CPI number and also the kickoff in US reporting season, which we see towards the end of the week. For the day, the Dow closed up 36 points or 0.12%, 29,239. It had a high of 406 up and a low of down 129. Not so good news, though, for the NASDAQ, which was down 1.1%, 116 points, 10,426, and the S&P 500 down 24, or 0.65%, to 3589. VIX index steady at 32.45. SPY futures just rolling over a little bit as we continue to trade for another half an hour as I'm recording this. But SPY futures showing a loss of 22 points. That comes after yesterday's 23-point down day. But I suspect sentiment will be uh, choppy today, and we will see uh, the market react to U.S. futures now rather than the Dow, which was up, as I say, around 36 points. But equities did fail to hold on to the midday gains. Those uh, earnings now are the next shoe to drop. stocks, so that is going to be uh, the interesting one. Geopolitics of course also playing its part in the sell-off as well and we have seen uh, those uh, tech stocks, things like uh, TSMC, Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing and other chip stocks under pressure which did infect the Nasdaq space. Some of the Nasdaq stocks on uh, Tuesday's session, Apple was down 1%, Meta down 39 Google down 07 Microsoft down one7 Amazon down one3 Tesla down 29 Block, the artist formerly known as Square, was down 5.6%. US banks also eased last night. We had JP Morgan down 2.9%, Citigroup down 2.8%, Goldman down 2.1%, Bank of America down 2.9%, Wells Fargo down 2.9%, hard to see where there was really any strength in the market. Walmart doing well, up 2.6% there, so there was a little bit of strength Around the place, but not an awful lot, I have to say, in the U.S. markets, which is why that NASDAQ was down 1.1% and the S&P down 0.65. U.S. 10 years pushing up towards uh, 4%, 3.939. have to say that uh, it is off the top a little bit there on the yields, but certainly looking pretty elevated. Aussie 10 years, 4.018 yesterday. U.S. dollar index eased. Uh, well, it was pretty much unchanged, 0.07%. But the Aussie dollar under pressure again, and we have got 62.77 on the Aussie. I haven't seen too many people forecasting the Aussie going to 60 cents, but you would imagine that as soon as that becomes the, uh, the overwhelming narrative, we will see the Aussie bounce as is normal. But US markets very much waiting for those earnings to come out. And of course, that CPI number on Thursday from the UPE, from the US very very significant. I was watching Janet Yellen on the telly this morning on CNBC with an interview there, and uh, certainly didn't fill me with a huge amount of confidence that the US has got this. Certainly, following Jamie Dimon's uh, comments and the IMF's comments as well in terms of global growth, uh, it does seem as if that soft landing is getting harder and harder to uh, to make happen. As far as commodities went last night, once again, we saw Brent crude coming off after that brief blip higher on the OPEC news last week. It's now starting to come back to earth a little bit. Brent crude down 2.03%, $1.94. WTI down 2.02% as well, down one85 dollar dollars Gold pretty steady last night for a change, 16.66. So nothing very exciting on the gold front. Other commodities. Uh, we did see uh, copper uh, up, a tiny weeny bit 0.08 percent, nickel though falling 1.8 percent, aluminium down 0.8, zinc down one percent, lead up 1.4 and ton up 0.8 of a percent. Looking at miners overseas, looks like BhP and Rio are going to come in for a little bit of selling today. We did see BHP down 2.1% in ADR terms, and Rio down 2.3% in ADR terms. The iron ore price was a little bit weaker overnight, down 1.1%, or 11 to $97 US a dry metric tonne. Uh, did see lithium push up slightly on the official figures, up 1.37%, but bear in mind that lithium is not the easiest commodity to price. There are many forms, there are many contracts, and the market is not that opaque in the lithium market. Um, unfortunately, it's not like oil, where a barrel of oil is a barrel of oil is a barrel of oil. Uh, lithium is a little bit different in that respect. So other miners overseas, international miners, Freeport down 0.3%. Alcoa, nasty night for Alcoa, down 26 Tech. 1.8, Anglo down 1.6, Glencore down 1.9 Vale down 1.7 and Albemarle down 1.8, so you would imagine we might see some backing and filling in our resource sector today and we will keep an eye on US futures and again I suspect we're going to have a wishy-washy kind of day here today as well In terms of the headlines from overseas the Bank of England's Andrew Bailey now known as Eor, has ruled out bond purchases beyond Friday, which is encouraging pension funds to rebalance before intervention ends. Uh, There is a looming issue, I suspect, with these pension funds still uh, causing some problems in the market with gyrations. Um, And uh, there are some reports that uh, pension schemes will be needing a collective cash call, estimated to be at least £320 billion, without the Bank of England stepping in, so that is not good. And the IMF has warned of disorderly repricing of markets, something that Janet Yellen uh, was quick to dismiss, but uh, certainly the market does seem as if it's a little bit disorderly in the bond and FX markets at the moment. Also news overnight that Joe Biden is reevaluating his relationship with Saudi Arabia. Certainly, uh, probably about time given the moves from OPEC plus last week, and Saudi really siding with the Russians on that front. Healthcare was the leaderboard winner in the Dow Jones, uh, outperforming major benchmarks, rising more than 1%. So, we might see some interest in the healthcare sector today. We also have CSL's AGM today as well and european shares falling for the fifth straight session the FTSE was down just over 1% stock 600 was down 0.6 germany down 0.4 france pretty much unchanged spain down 0.8 of a percent today in economic news we've got RBA assistant governor lucy ellis is giving a speech we also have the agm for commonwealth bank which will kick off at 8:30 a little bit after I record this podcast. CSL as well has their AGM at 10 a.m. So all eyes will be on CBA and all eyes will be on CSL today for any kind of updates. And we certainly have seen some updates in the market from some of these AGMs as the AGM season is starting to hit its straps. Yesterday we had Telstra with their update and the approval to uh, put into plan their their strategy to sell off 49.9% in their infrastructure assets, InfraCo, which potentially could give them $15 billion in cash. There are a number of stipulations, though, for Telstra. It must retain at least 50.1% stake. And the second stipulation is the acquirer must be an eligible investor. That means they have to be a wholesale investor from a Five Eyes country and not another telco, certainly not Huawei or similar to that. So uh, the starting gun has very much been fired on that deal and investment banks will be salivating at the prospects of selling that near 50% stake in InfraCo. Other news today, we also get the ABS data for 2021 census second release as a National Presser Club address by the Federal Attorney General. And this afternoon at 5pm, we get the UK GDP number, which is going to make interesting reading given what's going on in the UK at the moment. And that dislocation there, and with the Chancellor of the Exchequer, Kwasi Kwatang, bringing forward that budget. In other news today, company-specific, Dalrymple Bay. uh, That was a good result yesterday for them. They pushed higher. Uh, It looks like investors are responding positively to the company now locking in price increases with its major users. And there is stories in the media today that Coronado Global Resources and Peabody Energy will get together in a $3.3 billion tie-up. Baby Bunting took an awful lot of uh, flack yesterday, took a big tumble. It was certainly the rattle was thrown out of the cot there with a bit of a dummy spit. But Macquarie, in their research piece this morning, still bullish. It expects store rollouts and market share gains in the retail segment to help with their um recovery although they do note that margin pressures will remain Uh, so that is um, a little bit of a good news bad news story from macquarie they still have a price target of four dollars 95 and front page of the fin review today is talking about hertz and uber making big announcements on their ev targets hertz buying a whole load of evs uh polestars and teslas up as well as other makes, and Uber as well, as they look to reduce their carbon footprint across the board. Not much else out early this morning, but keep an eye out for CBA and CSL as the day progresses. Question of the day today is, will the US be able to manage a soft landing, or are we in for a harsh landing or a hard landing in the US? Certainly listening to Janet Yellen this morning, wasn't filled with an awful lot of confidence that the US has got this. And it certainly does seem as if inflation is still very much their focus, even when the interviewer put to the the treasurer the treasury secretary that uh, inflationary pressures were easing with the oil price easing container prices easing uh, commodity prices easing it did say did seem that the lady is not for turning of course she is no longer head of the fed she is head of the treasury so she is a politician now with an eye to midterms as well but that's it from me today thanks very much for listening have a great day and may the trading gods be with you